Okay, so recently I answered the Quora question, why are people afraid of the far right rather than the left, or the far left in general? So my original answer, it was the perception of fear or concern towards the far right or far left can vary depending on individual perspectives, cultural context, historical events, and media portrayal which also influence whether we view issues as real or merely imagined. And it's important to note that people's opinions on this matter can differ widely, and there is no one-size-fits-all answer. However, I've, I went over a few reasons why some people might express more concern about the far right compared to the far left, though of course one might think they both can threaten people's well-being. So one of the things I mentioned was historical context. You know, the 20th century witnessed the rise of extreme right-wing ideologies such as fascism and Nazism, which can technically be separate things, but they led to widespread atrocities and World War II. The Holocaust in particular stands as a stark reminder of the horrors that can result from far-right extremism to the point where the difference between far-right and moderate may look like the difference between light and darkness. So, really, when it comes down to it, you know, there are definitely a lot of distinctions one can make, but I think one of the key differences, which I didn't really spell out that much in my core answer, but one of the key differences is that the far right is actually just more likely to be racist or to target people for violence based on some immutable, immutable characteristics, such as, you know, their sexual identity or their gender identity. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a bit different from, you know, somebody just going after their, you know, political opponents based on ideas that are different. You know, those uh, those things can be bad. You know, like S Joseph Stalin was obviously bad in many, many respects. And he, of course, left a, a big pile of dead bodies in his wake, right? I'm not disputing that. I think, I think a lot of people, including a lot of leftists, would not dispute that fact. You know, I think a lot of people have distanced themselves from Joseph Stalin or the the Soviet Union and all that kind of stuff. But really, one of the key differences is targeting people based on differences of opinion that might be changed or, you know, ameliorated versus targeting people based on things that they cannot change, you know, really how they were born. And the 20th century, you know, like I said, it gave rise to fascism and Nazism, lots of widespread atrocities. And uh, World War II, apparently we didn't really learn all of the lessons from that. The historical, the historical context of the far right has meant that the extreme right has faced considerable social censure. For example, many mainstream politicians, organizations, and publications still label extreme right-wing ideologies as racist, fascist, neo-Nazi, 
and xenophobic, and certain political parties are, and candidates are campaigning for the the abolition of human rights related laws. But even while they're doing that, they still have to try to distance themselves from those sorts of far right labels. So even even like the really far right, they really have to walk things back because otherwise they will face enough uh, backlash and uh, it it could seriously damage their ambitions. But of course, they're, they're working to change that. Pretty soon, I mean, we've already seen signs of it, but pretty soon they're going to be able to just fully come out without, you know, hiding. You know, again, they've they've teased this many times. You know, like uh, that Tommy Tuberville guy has uh, said that he, you know, people should not be ashamed of white nationalists in the military. And stuff like that, you know, he's he's definitely done a little bit more than just playing playing a tad bit of footsie with the uh, Nazi types. You know, he's uh, he's basically like kind of French kissing them at this point, and that trend is likely going to continue for some of these people because it, it's really become normalized and. Of course, that's where they want things to go. So they're gonna they're gonna push things further in that direction and really test the waters and see how much they can get away with. Of course, he also had Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, speak at a not only far right event but a white nationalist event hosted by Nick Fuentes, who is who has not only said anti-Semitic things and denied the Holocaust and praised Hitler. But he also has spoken in favor of bringing back witch trials and witch burnings and things like that. So, you know, there are definitely some terrifying things going on. And, you know, the point isn't that somebody like Nick Fuentes himself is terrifying. I mean, if you just look at the guy, it looks like practically anybody could beat him up. And probably without even trying too hard, you know, he's not the terrifying one. But, you know, the the fact that some people out there will be listening to him and saying, yes, this guy, I agree with this guy. That's really the the scary thing. And, uh, of course, one of the confusing things about somebody like Nick Fuentes is that he has a Hispanic last name. Well, why, why would somebody with a name like that have those kinds of beliefs? Well... That's actually a, a pretty old pattern in uh, far-right circles. They actually like to recruit and indoctrinate non-white people to espouse their talking points because then they can say, look, e- even some people in other races agree with us that these groups are inferior and that we should be leading the way and you know, make, making for a more pure future or whatever. And of course, they try to tie this into uh, the Ocratic movement as well in a lot of cases. So even though technically you can have white nationalists who are not only of other religions, but who are atheists, they do tend to have some sort of like mainstream religious 
uh, claims that they will make to uh, sort of not only recruit people, but also actually add new ideas into the mix, you know, like new, uh, new moral panics, because let's face it, those are more common among people who are superstitious. And if you're superstitious, you're more likely to be able to fall for, you know, far right ideologies like the uh, blood libel kind of stuff, or, you know, I, well, belief in witch burnings and stuff like that, you know, demons and all that kind of stuff. QAnon kind of claims as well, you know, lizard people beliefs, you know, beliefs that lizard people are running the government and, you know, child sacrifice and all that kind of stuff. If you're, if you're willing to believe in all that, you know, you're already superstitious. So that's why religion and the far right really tend to go hand in hand, or you might even say like glove in hand or, or something like that. Um, you know, what, whatever term you want to use. In the U.S., the far right has sought to reclaim its space after decades of political dis disrepute, and it has not been truly collectively held accountable for any violent and destructive acts since the 1960s when segregation was considered ordinary but suffered defeats legally. You know, si since that time period... Uh, apparently, there there has been time for the uh, far right to regroup and reconcentrate their efforts. And what, again, one of the main tools has been these moral panics that uh, help combine different prejudices and fears and, you know, false beliefs and a lot of anti-scientific beliefs as well. You know, just a whole bunch of different conspiracy theories are being grouped together in convoluted and contradictory ways. But, you know, with a lot of people, they don't really, they don't really see the contradictions or they don't even care, right? The uh, contradictions might, to their minds, just be a sign that something's wrong with the world that we are living in. Because, you know, it's, if it's a confusing reality, then they can simply say, well, it's, it's like a magical, mystical thing, you know, like, like a, a religious claim doesn't have to make sense, right? So why, why would reality have to make sense if you believe in a bunch of different religious claims? So a lot of the stuff really goes together. And they've given rise to a lot of far right sentiments nowadays. And not just in the United States, you know, this is been global. But fortunately, there are definitely signs that a lot of this stuff is kind of suffering defeats here and there. I guess the question is, will they uh, truly be defeated to a great extent this time around? Will they be essentially beaten back enough that they'll have a hard time regrouping and doubling down on their efforts. So really, that's all I have to say about it for now. And uh, yeah, if you've got any uh, comments, questions, or concerns, I guess you could 
you know, send them my way. I'm on social media. You could just look me up, Google my name or whatever, and maybe a conversation could be had. All right. Have a good one.